0: Welcome to the Book Hackers Podcast. I'm Cindy Menear. I'm Tammy Crin and we are the co-founders of the Book Hackers Club. If you're listening to this, you probably are a self-publisher who's ready to grow your business, and that's exactly why we're here. What is a book hacker, you ask? A book hacker is a self-publisher who is growing their business by creating books that provide value for their target audience while building a sustainable business.
1: We'll cover marketing, branding, sales, and everything in between. If you're ready to fast-track the growth of your self-publishing business, you've come to the right place. Our goal is simple, to help you think and act like an entrepreneur. Every Thursday, we'll share tips and resources designed to help you master all aspects of your self-publishing business while having fun along the way.
0: Ready? Let's start.
1: Welcome to the Book Hacker Show. Last week, we told you how to get a bunch of people onto your email list and why you should have them on your email list. And this week, we're going to tell you what to do now that you've got them on your list. I'm Cindy Menear.
0: And I'm Tammy Crin. Welcome to the show.
1: All right. So last week, we talked about building your email list with using lead magnets. And this week, we're going to talk all about the different things you should be sending to your email list, so that you should be how you should be communicating to these people so you can help build trust Mm -hmm. and get them to buy your stuff. That's the real goal of this, right, Tammy?
0: Yes, it is. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about is what's the next step and how to do that. And this is one way of doing that is by nurturing your email list.
1: So the very first thing you want to do when somebody joins your list is to send them out a series of between three and five emails that's going to build a bond between them and you quickly. So these emails are need to tell your story. Mm-hmm. You need to tell them how you've struggled with the same problems that your target audience has, and then how you've overcome that problem and now become successful at whatever it is that the people in the in your niche are doing. Mm-hmm. And then you want to offer them your solution to that problem. That's when you pitch your book. So you don't <laughs> want to try to sell your sell to your new leads until you've told them your story
0: yeah that they can identify and they can relate to you and you know that that's really powerful when someone can relate to a problem that you have and that you've solved and the book is going to help you get even further then people tend to you know want to purchase the book so i would definitely just build up that relationship it's kind of like a dance you're building up that relationship you're sending out the emails they're kind of getting they're getting to know you and relate to you and then you know whatever that niche is and then they want more. That's the goal. They want more. So then you have the book. Well, now they got to pay for something from you. And they're willing to do that because they're very excited about what you've already told them and they can relate to all of that.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the key point there, Tammy, is that they can relate to you. And they, they feel like they can relate to you, they've, they've created this bond where, you know, they, they've seen that you've struggled with the same thing that they're struggling with and that you found a solution and that you can help them. And that's another main thing to do with your email list. after you've sent them out, your welcome sequence is to every single week, you're going to send out weekly content. And this content is going to show them that you know what you're talking about because this content is going to be helpful to them. It's going to be something they can use and immediately implement and become successful.
0: And there's lots of tools to use. We haven't touched on any tools, maybe down the road we'll do in the show, but there's lots of tools to help you with these sequence emails as well, or software, I should say.
1: Most of the main email providers out there have automation built right into them where you can just set this up and they make it super easy for you, whichever email provider you want to go with.
0: Yeah. So there's, there's lots of software tools that we, you can use to help you do this and get email sequence going. And if a new person comes in, it starts from the beginning. There's all kinds of ways to do this. I just wanted to clarify that a little bit. If you're sitting there thinking, how do I, how do I do this? You know, do I have to wait for that person to jump into my email and then send them? There's lots of systems in place. So I don't want you to be stressed about that at all. And we'll probably do a podcast about that down the road, but this right now is just, what do we do with our our leads. Now that we have them.
1: Right. I use mailer light, which makes it super easy when they originally sign up, you can add them to a group that will kick off these email sequences. And so it's all automated. You don't have to do anything. And that's what I like
0: that's, about it. Yeah. <laughs> Automating all this is so much easier. So don't think you have, don't get overwhelmed if, if you think you have to do it all by manual.
1: No, you should be able to automate this whole thing. And where you, once you've got it set up, it just all runs in the background.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that' good. That's good. That's good information. I just wanted to clarify that if anybody was out there thinking that right now, like, oh, this is a little overwhelming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it is a little bit overwhelming the first time you do it just to try to figure out all the technology. But after you've done it once, then it gets easier every time. And, yeah, and, it definitely and does. After a couple of times, you're, you're an expert. An old, yeah, you're an expert, <laughs> and you're able to just. I usually just duplicate another sequence and just go from there. <laughs> you know, right. so you don't even, yes. Once you've done one, you can just duplicate it and just do whatever edits you want to. It so you don't have to start from scratch again.
0: Yeah, I love it. All right, so after the initial series of emails, what happens next?
1: Well, then you wanna be sending them weekly content okay and if you really want to be successful you need to commit to consistently sending out this content each and every week and the content could be in many different forms so it could be you know a video that you post on youtube it could be a podcast it could be a blog post you it could be anything but the key here is consistency Mm-hmm. And that they they learn to expect this from you on a weekly basis, and then they'll start looking forward to it if you're doing the right content and it's the stuff that people want.
0: Yeah, I think that's the the key here is consistency, and that's something that I know a lot of people struggle with. But once you get this all set up, it's it it just sort of becomes a flow and very very easy, but people love to know that they're going to get that email, especially when you're building that relationship, they're actually excited to get it. And if it keep missing the dates then then people are going to get disappointed and then kind of like, well, just kind of drop it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If they're not, if, so for example, if you're just selling on your list all the time,
0: Mm -hmm. people are going to get sick of that.
1: Mm -hmm. And you know, they're not getting anything from you. They're going to unsubscribe. Yep. You, know, yeah. you need to give them a reason to stay on because you're giving them good content week after week.
0: And I know some people are going to be asking, well, you know, if I send something out weekly, isn't someone going to get tired of getting my emails? And I used to think that years and years ago, but the more and more this whole email sequence and people that when it's your right. Tribe, right, and group—all that—they look forward to getting your emails. They may not read them right away. Sometimes, maybe they'll group them together, like read two in a row, or they're excited. So, it's not going to bother them if you send them out weekly. That's not a problem,
1: right? And if, as long as you're sending out good content, don't worry about the people that unsubscribe. They're not your people. It's not unusual to every time you send out an email, have some people unsubscribe, and that's fine. That's Mm. perfectly okay. And in fact, that's something you want because you don't want the overhead of emailing these people that are never going to buy anything from you.
0: I agree 100%. Good stuff, Cindy.
1: So, how are you how do you know what to post? How do you know what to send as your weekly content? Again, you're going to talk to your people. What are the things they're struggling with? What are the things they need help with? And if you're in a bunch of different groups for your target audience, which you should be in, you should start making a list of things that you see. You know, what what topics keep popping up over and over again? What questions do I see over and over again? Mm-hmm. What things do people say they're having trouble with? And Just just open a spreadsheet and just start listing them, Mm -hmm. and that's That's and then use that as your ideas because you as the expert should know how to solve all these problems. And if you don't, you should go figure out how to solve them (laughs) all so you
0: can help people, right? Exactly, that's a great way to just kind of listen or read or anything you hear. Listen to podcasts and other people coming and talking about in your kind of your niche. Don't take their ideas, but just it just kind of gives you some food for thought for sure.
1: And if you have your own group, you can do polls too. You can say, Mm -hmm. you know, poll people and say, here's five topics. Which one are you struggling most about? Which ones do you want to hear the most about? And that, that could help you figure out what your next podcast is going to be about, what your next blog post is going to be about.
0: And I know with, um, anchor and Spotify platforms, you can do a poll on your, on your podcast. They let you do polls. So you can, when you have a podcast on anchor, you can do polls. And I highly suggest it. Yeah. Polls
1: are a great way to get feedback from people to help mm-hmm. you figure out what they're, they most need help with right now. Yeah. So some of the other things you can do with your email list is they are a great resource for you, for your marketing. You can ask them for testimonials. Mm-hmm. You, it, so you can say, hey, those of you who bought my book, send me a testimonial I can use on my website. Right. And, and they'll do that. They'll do that because they, they like you, they loved your book. They're going to send you a testimonial. There's nothing wrong with asking people for testimonials.
0: Yeah, or even a video you can do they can do little quick videos they can do photos holding your book videos looking at your book those are always great ways to add quick little clips on your yeah website and all that that's a
1: great idea in fact social you can ask them to post pictures of themselves on their social media or post <laughs> uh, little videos of themselves that you can then edit together to create a big thing of all these people with with your
0: book yeah yeah. yeah. Great idea. Good. So, That's pretty much, I think for myself, is there anything else you'd like to add Cindy? Even though you shouldn't be promoting all the time, don't forget to promote your books
1: at least mm-hmm. on a monthly basis to tell them about your books because email emails don't get open all the time,
0: right? So
1: you're missing out on people. You're getting new people, new customers all the time onto your email list. So you should, you should make it a point to at least once a month, tell them about your books.
0: Right. Yeah, to you're sell doing to them. A, and you're doing a service for them because sometimes they don't even know it's available for them. So don't, don't get so aware. Oh, I don't want to keep promoting. Well, people need to know that you have the book you have and it can help them. And they're excited. If they don't know about it, they're never going to buy it. So you got to promote it and think of it as, as not sales, but as in helping somebody and it changes the whole feeling.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's very, very true. And in fact, you could even run a special campaign just for your email subscribers. You could, for example, go get a bunch of author copies and then sell these books at a discounted rate directly to your, mm-hmm. your uh, subscribers. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Those are great. Those are great ideas. So yeah, I think that nurturing Nurturing your list for sure. Once you have them, don't forget about them. That's that's probably the biggest thing is you want to keep keep in touch with these are your people. These are your, you know, as you're, as you're going along and especially as years go by, you want to keep nurturing these people. These are the ones that have stuck by you for a long time. Yeah, exactly.
1: And in fact, you want to try to use your email list to build relationships with these people too. So add things in your emails, such as, are you struggling with this? Hit reply. Tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Did you like this book? Hit reply. Tell me about it. Did you not like my book? You know, hit reply. Tell me about it. So you want to try to start forming conversations over email to build relationships. Cause that's really what will build up your business is when you have these relationships with these people, then they're going to want to buy every single thing that you put out there.
0: Yeah. I like that a lot. I like that idea of, of just, um, you know, being able to, to be in communication. Because a lot of times um, with the social media platforms, you can't always be in communication as much as you used to be able to and email lists you can.
1: Yeah, because more and more, these platforms are not showing your posts to every one of your followers. Mm -hmm. It's a small fraction. Every time you post something, it's a small fraction that actually see what you posted. But every time you email, it actually goes to everyone on your email list. They may not open it, but they do. You have a better email. chance,
0: though. Your chances are better that someone's going to open an email than they are going to uh, see you on social media. So definitely um, remember that. I know we all got caught up in, you know, on the social media platforms. I think they're, they're great for certain things, but your email list is really um, going to help you in the long, long run.
1: Yeah. Like we said last week, it is the number one asset for your business.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, all right. I think we, I think we gave them a lot of food for thought there, Cindy, and great, great information. I hope so. And, um, I think that everybody should just really sit down and just make a list of how you can, you know, nurture your list. Just make some ideas. Sometimes just brainstorming and it's like, oh, I didn't thought about that or helps a lot. So, you know, take care of yourself, take care of your people and, and, and really enjoy the process. Yeah, exactly.
1: And it is a process So don't get discouraged if it, yeah. if you don't have overnight success, because there really is no such thing as overnight success. Everybody nope. has there to have to work to get where they are.
0: Nope. Been in business a long time, both of us. And, and we both, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. There's never usually this, this end, it's always a work in progress and don't get discouraged if people go off your list, like we said before, or if if they don't open your email right away, don't check over and over and over. I know I was, I had a compulsiveness where I was checking my, see who was opening all my emails (laughs) and it can drive you crazy. So don't do it. Just, just go with it and try to, you know, check once in a while and make sure that, your conversion rates are correct. And in the last um, podcast we just did, we talked about conversion rates and what those look like. So go back to that podcast on starting your email list and the conversion rate is in there. Exactly. Now go out and nurture your list. Nurture your list. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Book Hacker Show. Thanks, Cindy. And I'll talk to you guys all later. Bye. Thanks, Tammy. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join Cindy and Tammy each week for tips to help grow your self-publishing business. Don't forget to like and follow us on social media, as well as share with others who could benefit from our advice. Our website is bookhackers.us.